Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Good News Clubs win equal access in the Rhode Island School District. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, I think, Matt, this is an example of kind of like, we told you so. Liberty Council has represented approximately 200 child evangelism fellowship cases. And this organization has the Good News Clubs, which is an after-school Bible club. And here's another example of another win. <laughs> this is another win. We've never lost a child evangelism mm -hmm. fellowship Good News Club. And this is another one. We told them so. We gave them a warning with mm -hmm. a demand letter, and they ignored it. And they continued to ignore, even after we filed suit, until we finally went to a hearing on our request for a preliminary injunction. And it was after that hearing that the school district decided that they had had enough and the court issued an order uh, with regards to a consent decree which gives us a permanent injunction mm -hmm. against the school prohibiting the school from discriminating against the child evangelism fellowship good news clubs declaring that the christian clubs are entitled to equal access on the same terms as other after-school clubs you know and this this case revolves around the school had previously had a good news club on the campus and then when COVID hit in the 2019-2020 year that canceled all the clubs in spring 2020 and then when they resumed the other clubs they did not resume the good news clubs for whatever reason and so this case was to say you know you need to give act equal access and restart this club in addition to starting another club on another school campus in the same school district yeah, so the Providence Public School District and its superintendent, Dr. Javier Montanez, were sued. We filed the federal lawsuit early this year in Rhode Island. Uh, interestingly, in Rhode Island, throughout the state itself, there are other good news sure. clubs at other schools. And as you said, before COVID, there were good news clubs within the school district. Mm -hmm. But after COVID, they allowed the other clubs to come back on and even new clubs to come on site such as Girls on the Run is a new club that's come on site after COVID, but they refuse to allow the Good News Clubs to return. Despite the fact that the Good News Clubs continued to ask for an opportunity to meet, they ignored those requests. We sent a demand letter. You would think that it would be very clear, but they continued to ignore that request as well. And they didn't respond. I guess the dog ate the homework or something and didn't respond to the court, which is really astounding for a school. Yeah, when we originally filed suit, uh, they didn't respond, so we got a default judgment. Yeah. Then after we got the default judgment, then they said, oh, by the way, uh, can we put it aside and give us another chance? So mm -hmm. the court gave them another chance. Then we proceeded to the preliminary injunction hearing, and our attorneys were present at the federal court. <laughs> Amazingly, Holly, uh, the attorney for the other side didn't show up for quite a while. The judge had to call him, Matt. Three times. Matt, he had to call him. That is really, really telling. <laughs> the attorney didn't show. <laughs> and you're running this, and you're, in, and you're representing a school Yeah, District? they're representing the school. So, I mean, the, the school didn't respond to the CEF request. The school didn't respond to our demand letters. The school did not respond to our original complaint. They got a default judgment. 
Then when they finally did respond and it got set aside, and we go to the preliminary injunction hearing, the school attorney is nowhere there. They you have think, to continually call for the school attorney. You know, speaking of being role models, you think, well, do they just tell the kids, oh, you can just show up whenever you feel like it to come to school? I mean, that's what they're modeling <laughs> for these children. <laughs> so they, they continued to push our case back because at a certain time our case was called and our attorneys were there. The other attorney was not there. So they took another case and took some break and... The other attorney's still not there. They called for him three times. I must say they gave him a lot of grace. A lot of grace. A lot of grace. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you've been in court. So that's a lot of grace. <laughs> you know, we would never get that kind of grace. No. <laughs> but they gave the, this uh, school district a lot of grace. At any rate, uh, that happened. And then the judge uh, said that the school needs to get together and work on resolving this. And we presented a an order to the school district, and the school district accepted it, and the judge approved it. So well, now the attorney case, finally showed up, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess he overslept or something. <laughs> and <laughs> realized that he doesn't really have a good argument, which we told them that a long time ago. Yeah, by the way. <laughs> you should have listened. <laughs> so we've got a permanent injunction now, and that means that the mm. good news clubs will return to school when school starts again this fall. Praise God. Uh, and uh, that's in all of the Providence school districts. So mm. they requested to have the Good News Clubs at more than one school district. And, of course, all right. of those were just put on hold, nothing. So it's a major victory. Uh, now we're moving forward to have the school pay cost and attorney's fees. Now, our representation of our clients, we take on pro bono. But when we win a case such as this, we present our time and expenses to the government that has violated the constitutional rights and uh, they have to then as a penalty pay that time and those expenses so that's where we are now permanent injunction and we're pursuing uh, the attorney's fees and cost against the school well you know bottom line this is really good news for these children and their parents because we've just seen time and time again the positive results that are coming out of having these after school clubs on campuses where children learn about, you know, developing good character, morals, and they learn Bible scripture. I mean, especially nowadays when there's so much negative stuff going on in public schools, they're pushing down these children, these propaganda, you've got something really positive to encourage great learning and spiritual growth and service to others. Yeah, they allowed the boys and girls clubs, the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, and the Girls on the Run. Uh, but they did not allow good news clubs for two years, nearly mm. two years. And uh, finally, uh, this coming fall, they'll be able to come back. Uh, but CEF Rhode Island is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a part of Child Evangelism Fellowship, an international uh, nonprofit worldwide children's ministry, the largest children's ministry, indeed the largest Christian ministry mm -hmm. on the planet. Uh, this is an amazing ministry that we've had the privilege of uh, representing for many years. CEF Good News Clubs, they positively impact the lives of children and their families. Uh, they typically meet once a week. Right. They don't charge a fee, but the children do have to have permission from their fam from their parents. That's right. And that's a requirement of CEF. They want to make sure that the parents are involved and that they mm -hmm. give permission for their child to attend. Uh, those clubs that meet after school typically meet once a week after school. They're led by trained and vetted local community volunteers. They provide religious and other teaching and activities to encourage learning, spiritual growth, 
and service to others, as well as social, emotional character and leadership development. They're also in different parts of your neighborhood. They could be in different community rooms. You could have a Good News Club in your church or your home. You could have them in different locations. So they are also not just on public school campuses, although there's over 4,800 Good News Clubs on public school campuses uh, right now across America. Uh, They also uh, can be in private locations as well. 2001 of June, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in the Good News Club versus Milford Central School District that public schools violate the First Amendment by not providing equal access and equal treatment to Christian clubs when the school has opened the forum to secular clubs as it had in this case. And that case of 2001 uh, involved a Good News Club out of the uh, state of New York. Yeah, and you know, public schools, they cannot discriminate against Christian viewpoints, no matter what they say or try, they cannot do that. They cannot discriminate against Christian viewpoints regarding use of school facilities. If you're allowing these other clubs, then you have to allow the good news clubs. That's that's absolutely no brainer. You, you know, know, I can't say enough uh, good about the Child Evangelism Fellowship organization. I, I know the people who mm-hmm. uh, are part of this ministry. They're dedicated. They love the Lord. Their uh, president, who just recently retired, uh, Reese Kaufman, he worked as the president for many years, never took a salary, and traveled all over the world, including the United States. He had an incredible travel schedule because CEF is a worldwide ministry, and the number of children that come to the Lord worldwide every day is staggering. Yeah, they have clubs in other countries as well, not just the United States. They have them. I won't say how many countries, because if I do, you'll know which country they they are in. Uh, but I can tell you... are not in, right? I can tell you that they're not in North Korea. That's okay. one place that <laughs> yeah. they're not in. Um, but uh, they are in so many countries. Um, they're in more nations than any other ministry by far. They're in more nations than any other corporation by far. Uh, It's an amazing ministry for young people, a very critical age. That 4 to 14 window Mm -hmm. is very critical in giving good information, the Bible and the gospel of Jesus Christ to this young generation. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.